You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast of the thevikingage.com. Uh, I am your host today, Adam Patrick. I'm the uh, editor of the Viking Age, uh, and I am joined by my co-host, Chris Schaff, who writes for us here at the Viking Age, as well as Bring Me the News, Zone Coverage, and the Brookings Register. All right, we are back from the bye week. Um, thanks for for joining today, Chris, and not pulling a Zach Wilson, and you know having some second thoughts about coming back. Um, but yeah, the Vikings are going to be playing again. They're going to be playing football again uh, this week. They uh, that their their seating in the the NFC actually improved, and they didn't even have to do anything. So that was good. We'll talk more about that later. But they're going to be playing the Raiders um, next Sunday. I believe it's a late game. Um, so we we have to wait even longer uh, for that to happen. Isn't it crazy the Vikings? I was thinking about this the other day. Isn't it crazy the Vikings haven't had a noon game in like a month and a half? Yeah, it's been a while. Like, well, it, well, it was Kirk, the Saints game. Oh wow, because Kirk Cousins yeah. hasn't hasn't played um, in a while. So you know, you need you need you need Kirk Cousins in there to get the the noon noon mojo going there. He's he's like the noon king when it comes to uh, the noon. noon. They call I heard they call him the noon nightmare. Yeah, actually. the noon. <laughs> he should just get like a number eight tattooed on his neck. Just <laughs> Adrenaline in his soul, just Kirky cousins. Did you see? Have you seen any of the uh, the videos of him? Like, was that one of him like crawling into the? the wait, ocean wait, or wait. We're not talking about that video, are we? Like the the other video, the other at Kirk the, cousins at, in video. the parking lot. Uh the the one for that group or whatever. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. I, no, I know no. what you're talking about. I, I'm <laughs> no, joking. I'm joking. But you know. No, it's no, no. that could be that could be the meme. What is that? The Mr. Incredibles meme where they have like Mr. Incredibles smiling and like, yes. Mm-hmm. And then they have the other one where he's like all dark and rotted out. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk, just, just Google just it, kids. He's I'm not going to bring it up. But he's just cra- he's crawling to, you know, to the Vikings, you know, negotiation office to just please. Um, he is not the new nightmare when it comes to negotiation office. He is the oh, head of no. the table. He they is. probably he probably pulls the Roman Reigns where they got the table and like Quasi and KOC are on one end, and he just sits oh, yeah. at the he- the front of the table, oh, just yeah. like 
What do you got for acknowledge me? Just acknowledge me. We the ones <laughs> or the eights in his case. But uh, all right. Um, back on track here. The Vikings are playing the Raiders this week. Uh, this weekend on Sunday, I believe the Vikings are favored by two and a half, which is kind of interesting because the Raiders aren't terrible, but I guess they still kind of like the Vikings better um, on the road or they think the Raiders are going to win by like one point. Um, so which could happen because that's what the Vikings just like to do with blowouts and, and just don't happen with the Vikings. But uh, reports, multiple reports have been flowing in that, that Josh Dobbs is going to probably continue or at least be given one more chance uh, to be the Vikings starter when the Vikings return on Sunday to face the Raiders. I believe the latest one was from uh, the Athletics' Diana Rossini, who basically said just like, you know, early, early feelings on this, her feelings from people she's talked to and everything, that that Josh Dobbs is going to get another shot to be the starter. Um, I'll give you my thoughts after you answer, but is is this the right choice for, for the Vikings going into Sunday against the Raiders when, you know, playoffs are playoffs are on the line? I wonder if Kevin O'Connell's comments after the Bears game were just like adrenaline fueled, right? Where he was just mad about losing. Like, we've all had this happen with our fantasy team, right? Like, you know, you have a bad game from, let's say, Derrick Henry or something. Like, I'm never starting Derrick Henry again. We're going to look into other options. And then you go kind of go back to your lineup the next week and be like, Derrick Henry kind of needs to be. Like, and I'm not saying Josh Dobbs is Derrick Henry, but compared to the other options on the Vikings I think he's probably the best choice right now um, out of those three given the situation the Vikings are in I did an article for zone coverage that's going to drop on Tuesday morning and I looked at all three because I I figured there were a couple of things here one I wanted to see if the decision that Kevin O'Connell was going to make was going to influence what we could see in the future for the Vikings and two who is the best option and and the one thing that stood out to me were big-time throws and turnover-worthy plays. Josh Dobbs is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL when it comes to big-time throws, and he's got a high turnover-worthy play percentage. Nick Mullins, two years ago, when he's or three years ago in 2020, when he started uh, 10 games for the 49ers, I believe, he was second in the league in turnover-worthy plays behind Mitchell Trubisky. You mentioned with the turd bucket, um, it's not a good thing. Then you have Jaron Hall, who's kind of like a mystery box thing. But he had a 5.5 big-time throw rate in college with BYU. And his turnover rate, I believe it was like high twos or something. Long story short, they they need to find a way to find a guy who can throw into tight windows and not turn the ball over. And according to the track record, Jaron Hall's a guy, but you don't want to play him right now because you're in the middle of a playoff race. So, I, I mean... Josh Dobbs until you're out of it is the best you have. And is, I don't know, is he going to, are we going to have a Kirk Cousins situation where sometimes he doesn't make those throws into tight windows to maximize Justin? That's the quote that kind of gets me. It's like, we need to maximize Justin Jefferson. I'm like, he's going to throw the ball to himself. Cause <laughs> I don't think that quarterback's on the roster right now. So yeah, yeah. I think Dobbs is kind of, you got to grit your teeth. And here's the other thing. You have to play to his strengths. You can't have him right. just have two. You, yeah. you can't drop him back like Kirk Cousins. Like it would be yeah. awesome, but there's a reason he's been tw- traded twice since the start of the season. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny. I, first, you said you talked about Kevin O'Connell kind of being unhinged coming out of uh, like that game. And yeah, his quarterback threw four interceptions. I think anybody would be like that. Um, and then I just think back to like the days of Mike Zimmer when 
when you would get the best the you would get the best quotes right after a game where where the Vikings played terribly. He just he would just go off and everybody throw everybody under the bus like that was it. And then the next day he'd be like, "Yeah, actually, I looked at the tape and uh, it was it was okay." So yeah, I I could see that happening where he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna take a look at everybody. Um, we're gonna but, slash some stuffed animals. There's gonna be red paint all over TCO Performance Center. Yeah, we could still mention that, right?" That is one of the funniest press conferences I've ever watched in my life where he had to read a statement. Um, but Josh Dobbs, I think he gives you the most, the highest reward, but also probably one of the biggest risks on your team as well because of the turnovers. But in terms of reward, I think he has the most upside um, when it comes to all, all three of those guys on on your roster right now. You got Nick Mullins. You've said this in the past. We know we know what, what you get with Nick Mullins. He's, he's a game manager. He's not about to, you know, like put the team on his back and be a gunslinger. He's going to probably check down a lot, um, maybe more than Kirk Cousins. No, um, Kirk never checks down. He always throws deep. Um, and then Jaron Hall, like it seemed like the Vikings were always reluctant to start him, even when he was the only quarterback available before they played the Falcons. They were just still like, oh, we're going to see. And then they're like, oh, yeah, he's the only healthy quarterback we uh, have. Um, <laughs> and then he looked kind of decent, but. That was a very, very, very small sample size. Um, and I just think of there's been a lot of times in the past where us Vikings fans kind of clamor for this this player that we think, you know, this young player that we you really haven't seen on the field. And you just you're like, give him a shot, give him a shot, give him a shot. Let's see why. Then they get on the field and you find out why they haven't been playing. So do you remember Todd Bauman? Yes. At all. Yes. Yeah. He had a great, like great I, debut. Yeah, and I remember it was not Dante was having one of his down years. And he got I remember hurt. I, I yeah. Oh, he got yeah. hurt. Um they didn't bench they, they didn't bench him. I used to do stupid stuff in high school. I, I think a lot of us can kind of roll. I never that, did anything stupid in high school. Nothing at all. <laughs> you just straight yep. A's, straight yep. aces. Um, I had a Dante Culpepper jersey and I like put white paper to make it an eight oh, and I boy. put down oh, on the nameplate. He's from St. Yeah. Cloud, right? Ah, uh, yeah, I think so. His uh, kid, I don't know if he's still there, but he was the quarterback at USD, South Dakota. So I'll have to look that I up. Say I'm pretty sure he's still there. He had, I want to say he had maybe the most passing yards or highest pass rating, something like that, in a Vikings debut. Because I remember looking at a bunch of this stuff when Josh Dobbs was coming in and making a debut and Todd Bauman was, was up there. And he stayed in the league for a while. He was with like the Saints and the Titans. Um, he had that little little run. I think his best yeah, it, best game was against the Titans. Actually, Aiden Baldwin is the starting quarterback for USD right now. I should know that they're number oh. three in the nation, but really, it's the Jacks and everybody else in the FCS playoffs. So <laughs> there's that. But yeah, Josh Jobs. Um, and then and then the the kind of the X factor going into this Raiders game is Justin Jefferson's going to be back. Um, and he's pretty good. Um, I've heard he can make some plays. Um, so I think he could probably make a difference. He could take some of the, he's going to take it, some of the attention away from Jordan Addison, from TJ Hawkinson. Um, I'm hoping that Josh Dobbs doesn't like feel the need to force the ball to Justin Jefferson. That's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. Um, but I feel like hopefully teams will be more hesitant to maybe pressure, um, the Vikings and Josh Dobbs knowing that Justin Jefferson is right there and he can just, burn them down the field or get the ball and just run past everybody like what Debo Samuel did yesterday against the Eagles. Um, the Brock Purdy for MVP. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that. 
Just, I think I think I saw Debo Samuel had 100, oh. 116 receiving yards yesterday, and 115 of them were yards after the. <laughs> and and MVP, all, all, of, all of those yards go to Brock Purdy on his stat sheet. They all do. It's a, it's a like, quarterback. When are, we, when are we gonna get to the point where we only count count air yards for quarterbacks? Because it's getting a little bit out of hand. Where you do, people just throw screen passes and they're like, "Oh, I just threw a fifty yard pass." And it's like you threw a two yard pass and. The other guy ran 50 yards. Uh, but yeah, Justin Jefferson is going to be the X factor. Um, I'm curious to see if he's just full go right away um, or they kind of just give him maybe a little bit of a pitch count this week. And um, who do they play next week? The Bengals um, on Saturday and then big game against the Pack or no, Lions. It goes Lions, Packers, Lions, right? I think it does. Yeah. Um, so they're probably, they, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave him a little less of a workload against the Raiders and Bengals and then kind of got it back to normal against the Lions, Packers, and Lions again, because um, those three games see a little bit, seem a little bit more important, especially down the stretch. But uh, yeah, Josh Dobbs, highest risk, but also highest reward, because it's what you have. It's December. Like, the Steelers just signed, they, they just lost Kenny Pickett for like a little while, and they just signed Trace McSorley. Like, that's what you get. And, and like the Browns got Joe Flacco. Like, that's just what you're getting in, in December. There's, there's not a lot of, there's no, like, I don't know, Doug Flutie's just sitting out there, just waiting to, to come in. And wow, I dated myself with that. But uh, the, the that would be a hell of a pull, though. <laughs> like it's like we're starting Doug, Doug Flutie. Flutie. Like what? He's, he's sixty-two, but you know, he wanted to go out there. Dust the old arm he's, off. You know, he can throw. Hey, is that Brett Favre? He can throw a hail mary. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Josh Dobbs. I think I think we both thought they were going to pick him. Um, personally, personally, I would like to see more of Jaron Hall. I just want to see sure. what they have in him, and I and I wonder. I guess this will be my next question. What what happens if if Josh Dobbs struggles again? Like goes in the Raiders, turns the ball over a bunch of times. Who who who's up next for the Vikings? Do they go with Mullins? Do they go with Hall? If like if they're like, all right, we're we're probably like they're gonna fight to make the playoff. They're they're gonna do that. We know that. But like I I don't know. Like what what do they do? do they try and stay in it with Mullins and try and be super conservative and. Uh, or do they go with Jared Hall, who might be able to, you know, expand the playbook a tiny bit more and let be less turnover prone? Well, I'm looking at Jeff's comments here, and he says Uh-oh. Dobbs might have to make a couple of prove it throws first. For sure. Um, you know, the perfect game plan, you already you already mentioned it. Like they need to use a Kyle Shanahan offense in this game. Yeah. Because now the problem is you don't have a running game because no. Ty Chandler is not good, no matter what anybody says. <laughs> And Alexander Madison's not good. So you don't have that efficient running game. He, you know what? Madison, up to his credit, Madison was good against the Bears. The Vikings just abandoned Didn't using him. him, which was stupid because yeah. the game was like six to three the whole time until like the very and end. When the Viking, but when the Vikings needed him, he ran into the middle of the line <laughs> twice. So, I mean, it's it goes both ways. Yeah. Um, excuse me. I think the Vikings need to cater to Dobbs' strengths. And if he struggles in that area... Like maybe some bootlegs, maybe some play action, maybe a little smoke and mirrors, if you will. Because maybe Kevin O'Connell was just like, all right, we got Justin Jefferson back next week. I'm going to water this thing down. What you can't do is have him sit back in the pocket like Kirk yeah. Cousins because he's not Kirk Cousins. Like that, we, we can dream about Kirky all we want, but he, he's not coming back. He's he's in the ocean right now. <laughs> um, maybe that's what they need to tell. He, he's in the ocean. Know he's where? long is, gone. Is he in Florida? Do we know where he is? We do not know where right. he is now. I don't know. He is he is a modern day Carmen San Diego right now. Okay. Yeah, I mean if he was out here, yeah. I'd just go here and say hi to him. So no. let's go. Have, hey Kirk, let's go have, you, you coming back? Yeah, let's go have lunch. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, you know, I, I don't know what the benchmark is to make a move. Cause like I said, I'm not, I'm not sitting here being like, Oh dude, we should be starting Nick Mullins or whatever. Jaron Hall's probably the only guy, but I, I don't think they're going to play him because like you said, they were so hesitant to do it right after the Kirk cousins injury. He goes out, he has that really good drive. I think that was, I think that was the second drive yeah. of the game where he, he got a lot of yards on a bootleg screen. He was going to get decked and he just dumped it off to Madison. Johnny Munt. I think and Madison it was had a big, Big uh, catch on that drive, too, I think, if I remember. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of heavy lifting by the skill position players on Which that opening funny. drive. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Brock Purdy's going to win an MVP award because of that, <laughs> um, apparently. You know, I, I just, um, I don't know what you do. I really How long don't of a know leash, like, do. let's say Dobbs turns the ball over, like, two times in the first half. Do you still keep him in there in the second half <laughs> on Sunday? Or do you just, you're like, we got to put somebody in there who's going to hold on to the ball. If he goes out and turns over the ball on the first drive, I think he's gone. I think that's, that's the hook. Yeah. If he, if he, you know, if he puts together a solid drive, gets the ball to Justin Jefferson a couple of times, you know, for sitting here at halftime and Justin Jefferson has like no catches that that's another, I mean, there are a lot of things that could trigger a change in my opinion. It's just, I don't know. Nick Mullins doesn't excite me. Like, no, he doesn't. Uh, no, <laughs> doesn't get it going. They traded for him, you know. That's what I hear. Like people are like, they traded picks for him. You got to use him. It's like they traded picks for Josh Dobbs. <laughs> they traded too. seventh round pick. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. They didn't trade a third round for Nick Mullins, uh, QB of the future. He was brought in to be Kirk's backup. That's pretty much what he was brought in for because they were falling back on Kirk's durability. Um, yeah. So yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see how everything goes. I'm hoping, you know, this extra week, maybe um, maybe Kevin O'Connell also hears from some of the, the critics and is like, you know what, I probably should mix in a little bit more, you know, not necessarily like you don't got to go full RPO like Lamar Jackson offense or anything, but like just use Dob- Dobbs has unique skills. Use them to your advantage. Don't, you know, don't just eliminate them and, and try to make him put put a, you know, what, a square hole into a round peg. Don't don't do that. You're just you're hurting yourself. You're not helping anybody. Um, let's 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 look ahead or not look at. Let's look at uh, the current NFC playoff picture. I don't really care about the AFC because uh, uh, I don't need to worry about that until the Super Bowl. So NFC playoff picture right now. The Eagles are still the one seed despite their loss. That that difficult loss. Um, shout out to their security guard who uh, got ejected. And then <laughs> he's not even the toughest Dom. I know. No, no. Like, come on, man. <laughs> there's so many. Do- he, has he spent hard he's not, time in he's jail? He's the toughest Dom in Philadelphia. There's so there's so right. many Doms right, out yeah. there. There's some real Doms oh, yeah. that could be head oh, of security. Yeah. Um, <laughs> different different security, too. Um, <laughs> so the Eagles are number one. I believe the Niners are still number two. The, oh, the Lions are number three. The Falcons are number four, and they're going to get a home game if they win their division. They could be, yeah, they're going to be seven and ten and win their division. How many more years are we going to? I know, that, right? By the way, like it happens every year. I'm fine with giving them an automatic playoff berth, but I mean, if you're, it, it, they should re- seven they should and reseed nine. F- but at the same time, too, if, if the if you do, okay, so let's say they go, okay, top. Three division winners get a home playoff game automatically, yeah. and then you see the rest. Well, if the fourth division winners like ten and seven, they're going to be like, "Well, wait a second, not like Florida State getting left out of the CFP agreement." Maybe if you, yeah, but, you got to win um, a certain like 
you got to win at least nine games to get a home playoff game. Otherwise, you can be subject to not getting, you know, say if or it could be like if the first wild card team has more wins than the fourth seed, then the first wild card team gets a home. Oh, playoff. yeah. Yeah. Like just have it be a one one V one competition. Yeah. Or or do it on a neutral site if you if you gotta do that or uh, make more money that way. It's it's wild card round in in Las Vegas. Um <laughs> that's gonna happen one day. They they got so lucky, like just us in general, that that whole neutral site AFC championship game didn't happen. Oh like yeah. the Last year they were going to have like the, what the was Bills, Bills and Bengals, and Bengals yeah. play on a neutral field if they met up in Where was that the, was that gonna happen in Minnesota? Or was it like Kansas City or something? <sighs> something like that. Yeah. 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 Bills and Bengals in Kansas City. That would have <laughs> that would have been awkward. Yeah. Just like hey guys, we just beat you. Hey, now we're gonna play in your we, own state. And <laughs> your team isn't. And Burlhead. Yeah, yeah. See? Yeah. Um, so then we've got as the top wild card, number five seed, you got the Cowboys. The Packers have moved into the six. No, no, no. The Vikings are the sixth spot because of losses by the Seahawks. Losses by, um, I think that's it actually, just a loss by the Seahawks. Um, the Vikings are now the number six seed. And the Packers are now, if the season ended today, they would be in the playoffs as the number seven seed. And their reward would be a trip to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Good luck with that. I actually like the way that if this was how the playoffs were i would like this the way they're set up because the vikings would play what the lions in the first round and then if they won that assuming the packers lose uh they would get to play the eagles who i think are not unbeatable um and the vikings they only lost they lost by one possession earlier this, earlier this year to the eagles um yeah but they were down yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't need, okay. we don't need to, um but Details. <laughs> yeah we don't look at the context everything you can look at the box score okay it's it's what we talk about um but and then behind all of them uh, in contention in, in, in the hunt uh, in that category is uh, the Rams, the Saints, the Seahawks, and you could you, the technically the Bucks still because they're in the NFC South. And I think they're two games out of that division lead and there's five games to go. So technically the Bucks are, are still in there. Um, so looking ahead, I'm trying to find my outline here. Um, which which uh, which of these teams? Let's say like the Packers, Rams, Saints, and Seahawks. Uh, which which one of these teams do the Vikings need to worry about the most when it comes to losing their spot in the playoff? Well, Adam Thielen told us it would be the Panthers. Um, I think you still got to keep an eye out. Maybe they'll yeah. win another game next year. Main thing is he's getting opportunities, Adam. He that's, certainly is. I think he's already got more catches this year than he does last year. So doing really good with that eight yards per catch average. Hang the banner. <laughs> Hang the banner. Um, you think he regrets not signing with like the Chiefs or something? He, he like, the Chiefs could use him after watching him last night. But. I think he said the Cowboys showed interest, and I'm like, why did you not sign with them? Like, <laughs> yeah, you and I mean, I know why. Um, but uh, and I think the Broncos were another team that were interested. Like either of those teams, looking back, yeah. would have been way better. Um. Right. So, yeah. But we we know why he went. We, it has to do something to do yeah. with you know, green stuff. Yeah. Um. And Andy Dalton. Oh Don't yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. Sorry to Dalton. Uh, you know, I think out of the group that you just mentioned, the Rams, Saints, Seahawks, and we'll lump the Packers in because they're a seven seed. You know, I think that these are going to be the playoff team. I, I texted you last night and it was like, ah, the Vikings might be screwed. But I look at the Rams and I I just think they're too inconsistent. To make a push, they have some good people. Their offense is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I love Kyron Williams. Puka Nakua is awesome. He just got hurt though. Cooper, 
Yes. And he just got hurt. Cooper cups in the same boat. Um, they, I mean, they seem like a ticking time mom. Like there's a lot of guys you like there, but I mean, they could all get hurt and then you kind of be screwed there. The saints, they are circling the drain, man. They got to fire Dennis Allen as soon as possible because that ain't working. Um, Ooh, they, I know they play, their, deep. they play the Panthers next week. If they lose that game, <laughs> it'll be bad. Yeah. Adam Thielen, Super Bowl incoming. Beat the Saints. Um, that's that fine. Be, Beat the Saints. Yeah. The Seahawks, you know, okay, if we're going to go with a team that could steal their playoff spot, I would go with the Seahawks because they looked pretty good um, offensively against the Cowboys. That rock solid Cowboys defense. Who going to stop them? Well, anybody above 500 yeah, probably. Yeah. But um, Anyone not the Giants, Commanders, or Panthers. Deron Bland getting worked for the first, like, 45 minutes of that game yeah. just warmed my heart. Yeah, just, no offense to the guy. Just good at pick six. The who going to stop him kind of annoys me a bit. Seattle is a bit of a problem for me. And if the Vikings who, you know, this, this last stretch, we're going to talk about a little bit. It's not as easy as it looks. So I think that Seattle is going to be it. But I mean, the Vikings can wind up the seven seed too, because the Packers are playing really well. Um, Maybe it's because NBC decided to run the game like a Packer propaganda film last night. Like they love. It. Look at Jordan Love, Jesus Christ! He's he's back. He looks just like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And we're like, ah, oh, no, stop! They're, Another Hall of Famer. They're so happy that the Packers are are back in it. Like it's it's just they were high fiving in the booth. Yeah. Just like you want to know the 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 rest of the Packers schedule, and this is why I think the Packers are at least going to make the playoffs. I don't know if they'll bump the Vikings out, but they're at least going to make it. No. Uh, next week or next Monday night, they play the Giants. Then they play the Bucks. Then they play the Panthers. Then they play the Vikings. <laughs> hey, the Bucks are tough, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, we can vouch for and that. Then, the Bucks, the Bucks can. Uh, yeah, then they end the but... season against the Bears. So Packers probably make it a playoffs. Um, Vikings definitely have the one of the hardest schedules of the the teams that are in the hunt. Um, I know the Saints have pretty easy schedule because they're in the NFC South, but they've also just not been playing very well. So I would just kind of rule them out right now. And they also have to play. The Rams and Saints play each other um, in week 16, so that'll be interesting to watch. The Rams, who do they have? Let's see. They play. Oh, they play the Ravens next week, so that could be a loss. Um, but then they play the Commanders and Giants, and then they finish off the season at the Niners, and who knows if the Niners... The Niners might just be locked into the two-seed by then. They might want to rest people. Um, and then what do we have? The the uh, the the C- Oh, I'm looking for the Seahawks. Um can the Niners catch the Eagles though? Oh yeah, they're only one game behind, I think. Okay, and the yeah. and the Niners play the Cowboys um next week. So that that could that whole thing could flip flop. Yeah, the Niners play no, the No, no, no. The, the Eagles play the Cowboys. The Eagles play the Cowboys. So that whole thing yeah. that whole thing could flip flop. Like the the Eagles could end mm-hmm. up as the 5 seed. Like that there's yeah. enough time for that to happen, which would be insane. Um but then let's see the Seahawks, they got to play at San Francisco and they play the Eagles. They then they play the Titans, Steelers and Cardinals. So the Vikings Definitely, definitely have like probably the toughest stretch left. Now it is just three other games because it's like the Lions, Packers, and Lions, all that stuff. They are divisional foes, you know, whatever. You can and then I think two of them are at home, so that helps um, or not because the Vikings suck at home this year. Um, but yeah, they get to play the Bengals and uh, the Raiders. So I don't know, man. It's gonna it's gonna come down to the final week, probably. I feel like it's it's gonna come down to that, and uh, hopefully, it's not another you know Cardinals Vikings last week. Uh, the season, Josh McCown throwing a Nate Pool in the corner of the uh, 
end zone kind of situation. Well, they're playing a they're playing a good team, and and don't forget this: Dan Campbell has the, the Vikings number. I know, I know they're two and two, but Dan Campbell has controlled all four of those previous meetings. So yeah, I don't who know. else is like? I feel like is that going to be the the Sunday night game? Like, what else could even be that game? Like, we're going to get stuck with like an NFC South. Whoever wins this game gets the division. <laughs> Saints and Falcons. Here we go. Or maybe they'll. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know if a. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they'll put Jordan Love in the Bears. On watch Jordan Love. He, he, he's throwing without his feet. His feet aren't even on the ground, and he's throwing touchdown passes. Did, ah, did, stop did, it! Did Christian Watson get hurt again last night? Does he ever n- yeah, he not did. get hurt? Um, all right. So let's say the Vikings make the playoffs. Um, so other other than the winner of the NFC South, uh, what would be the best opening round playoff matchup for the Vikings to land? Okay, let let's process of elimination, right? Yep. Don't want to go to Philly. Don't no. want to go to Philly. Uh, Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't want to go to San Francisco or Santa Clara, technically. Yeah. Um, I know they beat the 49ers, but Not in as we're seeing, they didn't beat the without all Debo, 49ers. Without Trent Williams. And with a banged up Christian yeah. McCaffrey. So I, it was not all caps 49ers. Detroit, I'm going to have to see these last two games because yeah. they, they've played the Vikings well. Uh, Jamison Williams is starting to do things. I don't know if you noticed that a little bit. He's not getting a lot of opportunities, but. Doing more than Lewis C. Jared Goff's um, also turning the ball over like he used to. So right, yeah, yeah. I thought the Lions were going to run away with that game mm-hmm. yesterday, and then all of a sudden it was like, "Whoa, it's a one possession mm-hmm. game." This is if Derek awkward. Carr didn't get hurt, I, I, I think the Saints probably would have pulled that off. Which, yeah. which is also weird to say. If Derek Carr didn't get hurt, the Saints would have been able <laughs> to win. What do you think about the Cowboys? Like the Cowboys just like trigger me because mm. like it, it's what you know. I talked to it. It's like a meme now. Like they did. They did the who gonna stop them with the Panthers offense last offseason. Like, <laughs> Miles Sanders and Hayden Hurst and Adam Thielen. Who gonna stop them? Uh, a lot of people. Yeah. Andy Bryce Young gonna stop them. Yeah. Frank Wright gonna stop them. David Tepper yeah, David gonna Tepper. stop them. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. gonna stop them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dallas, man. I mean, Dak is playing really well. 
Uh, Tony Pollard's coming on CD lamb, definitely a problem, but I mean, that defense, man, when you just get to hammer the giants twice, the jets, the, you know, it it seems like every week they're playing a shitty team and it's just like, who gonna stop them? It's like, well, can you give them a good team? If the Vikings can just like figure out one, how to hang on the ball two to like have some consistent offensive drives, their defense is playing really well. Like, they can go into a game and feel confident they can beat anybody. If their offense, like, you get Justin Jefferson back in there and things start, like, clicking, I think teams are going to, they're not going to want to play the Vikings in the playoffs. They're going to be like, this defense is going to kill me all day, and then I have to try and stop Justin Jefferson. So, like, and basically this season, the Vikings have lost most of their games because of themselves. They've shot themselves in the foot so many times, and they've lost games by, like, two or three points. And you're like, if you didn't have this turnover, you would have won the game. So... I'm not saying they will figure it out because there's no reason to think they will because I think they lead the league in turnovers right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I looked it up. The last team to make the playoffs after leading the league in turnovers was like the 2003 Rams. They had like Kurt Warner. So long time ago. Um, so chances of that happening aren't good. So hang on to the ball. But yeah, I agree with you with the Cowboys um, just trying to look at, at their wins. Yes, they beat the Seahawks at home. Uh, before that, they beat the Commanders. Before that, they beat the Panthers. Before that, they beat the Giants. <laughs> Who gonna stop them? Um, they've also beaten the Chargers. Oh, they beat the Patriots. Ooh, they beat the Jets. And they beat the, Ch- who gonna, beat the Giants. Who gonna stop them, Adam? Who gonna stop them? And guess who they lost to? They lost to the Niners, Eagles. Mm. Oh, and the Cardinals. Would, they've lost the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they're playing the Eagles. These next few weeks for the Lions are, are, or the Lions. The Cowboys are huge. They're playing the Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, and Lions. We're going to know a lot about the Cowboys these, these next four weeks. And Stephen A is going to let everyone know if they're frauds. He will be right on top of that. All right. Uh, let's just get into the last thing here, trying to predict how many wins the Vikings are going to finish with. Before we predict each game, though, I want to ask you how many wins do you think are probably needed for the Vikings to get into the playoffs this year. they're at six right now six and they're in a playoff spot yeah and they need and there's five games to go so they can win 11 10 for sure maybe nine yeah i i um so they, yeah, yeah yeah i think nine if you if you can't have a winning record down the stretch you're not worth my time right sorry right like, that's fair i think creed intensifies but gotta be you said the over under what three and a half sure because <laughs> uh yeah i think 10 i think it's got to be 10 I think there's too many teams in contention for those those playoff spots. Um, that is, it's got to be ten. And we talked about some of those other teams. They don't really like. There's like the Eagles, not the Eagles. The Rams and Seahawks play each other, and that's really like one of the only two teams that kind of do play each other down the stretch. All the other teams can they can win more games than uh, than than the other teams. Um, yeah, I think ten. I think they to feel good about it to like not win that ninth game going in a week 18 and like going into Sunday night or whatever, and whoever's playing and be like, hope they lose so we can get in. Like, I don't want to be in that situation. You don't want to back in. No, especially with the questions this team has beyond this season. I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is, but yeah, like control your own destiny. You hear that all the time, but like, just do it. Can they win 10? We're about to find out. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) Let me change the, here we go. Now we know what we're talking about. Um, yeah, so on Sunday, the Vikings begin their final five games against the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Vikings are favored, like I said, it's on the road, it's in Vegas, indoors. Um, 
what do we got? Are they are they winning? Are they are they beating the Raiders who are coming off of were they on a bye too? Yeah, they were on bye. Yep. Okay, so they're both on bye. Okay. Man, you know, this is this is a tough one to pick. This seems like one of those wonky games, right? Oh yeah. We can fast forward to seven AM Monday morning, Kevin O'Connell in the desert calling Ziggy like or Quasi for that matter. <laughs> um we fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Jefferson is uh, on the roof of the Bellagio yeah, right yeah. now. Um, Who would do that? With God, the There's so many guys that used to be with the Vikings that would do that, but I don't know anybody they, uh, that's currently on there. That yeah, would do that. yeah. Darren Allen in Vegas would be pretty. I mean, I know he didn't. Yeah, when he was in Minnesota, <laughs> but I mean, it would have been it would have been pretty funny just to have like Jared Allen do Jared just Allen himself. Stuff on the yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no alcohol. Or he anything. doesn't need that. Is he drunk? No, that's just Jared that's Allen. Him. He's riding a horse on the strip. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, hmm. maybe that'll happen because the Super Bowl's in Vegas this year, and all those all those guys go to like Radio Row and stuff. That'd be a good PR. That's stuff. gonna be uh, that's gonna be something. Super Bowl in Vegas. Raiders, Raiders, Raiders. Well, Max Crosby. I mean, they have some players that could be problems, right? Max Crosby could be a problem. Josh Jacobs is pretty solid. Devonte Adams. Devontae Adams, a problem. Jacoby Myers even has turned into a pretty good receiver. Uh, for the Raiders, and they got all those good vibes, right? Antonio Pierce yep. got him smoking cigars in the locker room. I'm going to call it a loss. Oh, no. Because I, I remember thinking I looked at this game and I was like, either Denver or Vegas is going to be a soul crushing loss. Yeah. And I don't know. I could see this just being a game where all the Viking fans go to. I mean, they'll have home field advantage for this game uh, from everything I've heard. Oh, but, yeah. Um, I think they lose in some kind of wonky fashion by one possession. And they were so they I'm were gonna, up. I'm gonna say loss. They were up like fourteen nothing, I think, on the Chiefs in their last game. Yeah, and the Chiefs scored like thirty points. Um, yeah, it would have been nice if they did that last night. But yeah, I think the Vikings would have been better off if Josh McDaniels was the still the coach of of the Raiders. Uh, but he's not. Um, will I be surprised if they lose? No, but I think they're gonna they're gonna win. I like I like Kevin O'Connell having extra time and coming out of a loss. I feel like he's kind of done well in those situations. If you think back, like even his first game, his very first game against the, the Packers to open last season, they, they were firing on all cylinders. I feel like he's going to be able to do a lot of things with Justin Jefferson uh, coming back. You know, TJ Hawkinson's going to be in there. Jordan Addison, like they have, they have a bunch of weapons as well that have kind of come alive when Justin Jefferson's been gone. So it'll be fun to see how they, respond and then the Raiders have what a rookie quarterback Aiden O'Connell and he's going to go against uh Brian Flores defense that's going to just pound him into the ground every chance they get yeah I, I think the Vikings are gonna I think the Vikings are gonna be the team that gets the turnovers and and takes advantage of those and gets the win over the Raiders so I got them one and oh you got them oh and one next up on the dock is uh Jake Browning Jake Brown good old Jake Browning future franchise of the vikings jake browning back in the day when he was the only one who was able to throw passes in 2021 he's smart he's he smart. smart um this isn't a josh dobbs situation like he said before getting his ass kicked uh, against the Steelers. uh at the Bengals on a saturday saturday uh, yeah that'll be fun i'll be freaking out in the sdsu press box <laughs> watching this game it's in cincinnati um, yes it is I'm not afraid of Jake Browning. I'm just going to say that. And and the Bengals defense, I feel like they're not what they were a year ago. I think Jesse, the loss of Jesse Bates, who's, who's he's making a lot of plays with the Falcons uh, this year. I think that's 
had an impact on them. Obviously, Joe Burrow's not in there, and they're just an entirely different team without Joe Burrow on the field. So I'm going to the, the air is out of the balloon over yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, I that I I'm kind of negative on the Vikings right now, but I will give them a win in Cincinnati. Like uh, they're not losing to Jake Browning, and if they do, they don't deserve to be a yeah, playoff. Then team. you can start Jaron Hall against the Lions next week if you lose to yeah. Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So you got them one and one. I got them two and zero. Oh. And the big game, Christmas Eve. I think it's a whiteout. Um, can we go all white in the? Uh, I think it's a good idea too, because like usually these games around the holidays, it's super quiet in uh, U.S. Bank Stadium, and everyone's like, "Hello, like anyone here?" There's sixty thousand people in here. Why is it so quiet? Yeah, I remember Anthony Barr Christmas Hangover. Was it, uh, that wasn't a Christmas Eve game, but I think it was like the day after Christmas. He's like, "Why is everybody so cro- it, quiet?" It the well, Ra- I think they played the Rams. The Rams. And Brandon Powell had. I like, remember uh, that well because turn. yes, I remember that day well because my uh, the dynasty league I was in, I was in the semifinals with this absolutely loaded roster, and uh, the guy I was playing decided to pick up Justin Jackson. Well, my family doesn't have red zone. <laughs> Uh, so like I was watching the Vikings getting their ass kicked and like looking at my score and just seeing Justin Jackson score 30 points off the waiver wire to knock me out. So I'm no longer in that league. because. <laughs> and then, I mean, it's a dumb. I feel like ever. was it 20 might've been 2016 too. And they played the, the Colts around, around Christmas too. And they got their ass kicked too. That was like when Adrian Peterson came back and he's like, I'm ready. And then he carried the ball like twice and then he was done and he was not ready. Yeah. Um, just not a good, not, I, a good, not a good time. But uh, yeah, you go first. <sighs> Big game. It's gonna be. It's if, if the Vikings win the next two games, this 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 game, people are gonna be fired up. People are gonna be fired up for that game. When do they play the Cowboys? The Lions. Lions. Uh, yeah. Is it before this game or after this game? I want to say before, because I want to pick this after that game. Right. Because if they go out and they beat the Lions, I mean, oh no, they play they play them the Saturday night after maybe they maybe they get caught ahead maybe they get caught looking ahead they could do they could do that. finally a good primetime game um right i'm okay i'll pick a split here i'll pick a split, a split. so i'm oh, gonna for say vikings okay. went at home okay. yeah that's spoiling my last pick but oh. yes i and i it won't be easy i'm telling no. you like dan campbell has something against the Vikings. Like he it's should. in that double venti, man, where it's just, maybe it's the Metallica lyrics. He just like gets inspired and like, you know, was he on the 2009, the freight train? It is. Yeah. Was he on the, two, I just bought the line. Was he whatever. on the 2009? He was either on the 2009. Oh no. he. Oh, he might've been. Let's see. No, he wasn't. He, he retired in 2008. <sighs> okay. But, I was trying One to think year. if he was on either the, the Cowboys that year or the or the Saints because the Cowboys got stomped by the Vikings that year and the Saints. But he might have been on the coaching staff, actually, of one of those teams. Saints, maybe. Or he might have been like an intern or something. Yeah. Nope. His first coaching job was 2010 with the Miami Dolphins. He didn't start with the Saints until 20s. All right. So he has nothing to do. I don't know why he would hate the Vikings. Just just. Well, he was with the Saints. And he was on, was he on there in 20? Yes, he was. He was there for the miracle. He's, he's from that Bill Parcells yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, coaching tree. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He's got the Peyton mentality, even the Mike Zimmer mentality. Um, so they all come from that. Uh, I'll go with a win at home. Uh, you know what? No, no. They're going to lose at home. And everyone's going to be like, oh, the season's over. Lost the Lions. Might as well just hang it up. And then they return home for their final home game of the season. It's the Green Bay Packers and the mighty Jordan Love. Who... Jesus Christ, the third coming. 
<laughs> Aaron Rodgers said it himself. Believe in me and you shall have eternal love. Didn't, he, didn't, didn't Jordan Love like say, I think he said he got a text. He got a text from Aaron Rodgers last week after beating the Lions. Uh, wow. It's great. It's cool. Send him a text. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> He was busy. He was busy rehabbing the the biggest comeback in the history of sports that resulted in him returning. But he, but he, and nothing else. But he might not come back. But he could. Yeah, but he, he could. But he might not. He could if he wanted he to. He, he just just believe me on that. He He'll probably go on McAfee and like explain for it. For sure. Like, I, oh, I could play if I wanted to today. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> I, I, I could play this weekend. The answer are probably like, dude, you want to? Like seriously, we have nobody that wants to play quarterback right, right? now because. Yeah. Zach Wilson's, uh, you know what's yes, that's yes. awesome. Side note, good for Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> they want him to start, and Zach Wilson. The reports are of Zach Wilson's like, I don't really want to. <laughs> I'm good, bro, and I don't blame him. That's a that's, a, no. that's a shit show over there. Like, if if he goes in for five games in that gong show under Nathan Hackett's offense, who's got the Austin Power slideshow and he's so happy go lucky and everything else, and then he grew a goatee to look meaner. Yeah, like uh, he's thinking about business. He's like, I can get a job right now somewhere else. Like after this season, I think. But yeah, I'm, if I'm I go in his, and I play five more games, he's got one year. No. He's got one year left on his his rookie contract. Um, so he's yeah, he says he's concerned about injury, and I'm like, um, you're not. I I don't think your your contract isn't up until next year, so you could play. But he's probably just like, why 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 do i want to play when everyone's everyone's gonna blame him like he's probably tired of being blamed for all their struggles and it's like uh or the offensive coordinator is terrible and we can't do anything like could you like put mike mcdaniel in there like he could probably get some anything out of zach wilson um just like i i don't i don't blame him at all and i just i kind of feel bad now for dalvin cook just for going over there (laughs) not really but a little bit maybe uh packers win Oh. <laughs> just I'm unhinged. I'm unhinged. I I watched too much Packer propaganda last night. It's just burned into my brain. Just Jordan Love's playing well. The defense is playing well. Like I don't know. Like them losing Christian Watson is it a big loss? I mean, I think so. He's played. He's yeah. played well for them. Um, let's see. But they also have a lot of receivers. Uh, Toure and Wicks and yeah, didn't they drop. Did they drop like seven passes when they played the Vikings? Yeah. Yeah, do- or not Dobbs. Uh, Jordan Love against the Vikings in the first meeting, uh, 58.5 completion percentage, 229 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and he was sacked four times. So they're going to be at home. I like the Vikings. I like I, I like them in this game. So I've got them. I gave them three wins. Yeah. So I've got them at nine and seven. You have them at you have eight and eight. <laughs> the Jeff Fisher. Uh, yep. Last game, you we already said they're going to. Win, so they're they'll be lose the Lions at home. But when the last game that they're on the road against the Lions. So oh no, I I said the Lions were going to beat them, or no, they were going to beat the Lions on Christmas Eve and lose the Lions in the last right, so game. So you have them going. So I'm going home and home. I'm hedging a bit. Eight and nine. But yeah, eight and nine. And then we're going to sit there and go. Was it worth it? Was it? Yeah. Um. I think they're going to beat the Lions in the last week, and I'll say I'll say why because whoever is the fifth seed for the wild card. Um, is either going to be the Cowboys and the Eagles, and I don't think the Lions are going to be able to surpass one of those teams in the in the seating. So they're going to be like stuck in the three spot because they're not going to get past the Niners. Um, and then so they'll be like, why are we going to play against a divisional opponent? Risk you know our players getting hurt. So I think that'll just be a factor, and the Vikings will win. They'll get ten wins, and then they'll stay in the in the play. But last year, let's think about that. And Dan Campbell 
went balls to the walls once his team was eliminated. Well, that's so, well, that's different too, because and it is different. It is you don't different. have anything I to understand. lose, right. and you also so, want to beat the Packers. Correct. So could Dan he Campbell could. look at that game, see the Vikings on the ropes, and go, "Let's knock their ass out, so we don't have to play them." I would hope that he would do that actually, because uh, he would look like an idiot if like Jared Goff went down, or you know, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, or somebody like that, like went down, and then he's like, um, and everyone's like, "You didn't need to play anybody because your seating wasn't going to change," and he's like. Well, we all play every game, every second, every. I don't know why I sound like Andre the Giant, but. <laughs> hey, pretty lady, would you like a peanut? Um, but yeah, you know, you know the cast. Sorry, sidebar here, but did you know the cast of Princess Bride <laughs> actually filmed every day hungover because they tried to outdrink Andre That's the Giant who did like drink. That's, no, like no, because beer. the man's like. He's like what seven, eight, and five hundred pounds. Yeah, the beer was like, <laughs> like you know those mini Coke cans that you can buy at the store. Like that, that was like a, the size of a normal beer in his hand. It was like it was like the size of like the Barbie like yeah. top cans yeah. that you get like grocery store Barbie. And like, there's little can you shotgun this? He's like, yeah, I can eat this. Like it, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I can just eat it straight. Yeah. I don't even have to open yeah. it. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, I so I got them ten and seven. You got them eight and nine. Uh, you are clearly from Minnesota, and I am not. I'm Mister <laughs> Glass Half. Seen too much, man. Oh, I have too. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I just, like, I feel this a different kind of way with, with you know, Kevin O'Connell. He gets you all optimistic and everything with his speeches and everything. And uh, I, I feel, I don't know. I, I think what happens on Sunday will determine a lot. I, I do. I think Sunday is a. A big game and you know a turning point in in their season. five months ago we set out to claim the seventh seed <laughs> in the <laughs> NFC and you know what damn it I will ride with this team till we get that seventh seed <laughs> you know I, I just if they finish so like there's two players to this for me and I was thinking about I was just sitting there last night I'm like why am I so down on the Viking and then you log on Twitter it's just an echo chamber and you you know you fall deeper into it yeah. but. It's just that Bears game was just such a punch in the gut. And like even like the Broncos game, you weren't upset about it, but you were just like, hey, man, like it's not ideal. And and then to back it up with the Bears game, it's like, (laughs) yeah, Justin Jefferson is back. But I mean, does he solve every you know, line him up in the backfield and have a running game? Like there are just some issues that aren't going to be solved. And like if you go eight and nine and we're sitting here on the last recap show, you and I sitting here were like, well, the Vikings didn't make the playoffs. I will ask the question, was it worth it? Because I know friend of the show, Luke Braun, was talking to me on X before I jumped on here. And because I, I had seen a tweet that was like 2020 quarterback class, first five quarterbacks taken, all franchise quarter. I mean, it was Joe Burrow, Tua Tagovailoa, uh, Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. Then you had Jordan Love and Jalen Hurts. And we don't know about Love really. I mean, oh, Love shit. I didn't realize they were really all in good. that class. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So, so like, and, and you know what happened before that? A couple months before, Kyle Rudolph pushed off in the end zone oh, yeah. and the Vikings beat the same who, at the Super Bowl. Who did they pick? Who did, who did the what? Who's the Vikings? They picked Justin Jefferson, but they yeah. also have, they picked Jeff Gladden. Yeah. Another pick. Yeah. So yeah. you didn't, you didn't have to take a corner. He could have been, he could have been good. I, I don't want to like brush him to the side right. and be like, oh, yeah. no, he, 
Jeff Gladney could have been. You there. didn't have to take a corner there. I mean, if they lose that game, well, Mike and I know Luke Luke brought up the point. Well, you could have picked fifteen and picked Jerry Judy over Justin Jefferson. I'm not saying that. What happened after that game is the Wells fell in love with Mike Zimmer and Kirk Cousins set the franchise back three years by extending both of them. And then you know you're fifteenth or whatever. I don't know. Do you take a shot at Jordan Love? Do you take a shot at, you know, Jalen Hurts in the second round with Kurt entering that last year, that contract? I mean, like I had said, they should do that they year, thought, but they didn't. They thought they turned the corner. They thought they turned the corner. They thought they were, Mike Zimmer was a genius. Kurt Cousins was the franchise guy. Extend, extend, extend. Next thing you know, they're throwing haymakers on the sideline after barely beating Dan Campbell. So... <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I get it. You play to win the game. Go get your playoff wins, whatever. But I mean, this team, watch the 49ers, man. I mean, I know we're shitting on Brock Purdy, but I mean, that team is so I mean, can, damn good can, when they're He can at make the passes. Strength. I'm not discrediting for any, any of that, yeah. but he's not He's not a Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or any of that. Uh, he's not an MVP candidate. Not first. Like top, I would top vote 10. I would vote Christian McCaffrey over. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, he's not Rock he's not the MVP. MVP. He, he, but but the problem is he's a running back and has no soul. Yeah. So I mean we we can't do I that. I would put Tebow Samuel above. I would put Trent Williams above. Um right. Give the offensive lineman an MVP award. <laughs> Let's do take it. Trent Williams <laughs> off of off of the Niners and see how well Brock Purdy does. I don't think because because you saw him against the the Vikings. He was not yeah. like he he completed passes well or whatever, but like. It wasn't enough to get the Niners what they needed. Um, one last thing before we go. Did you see, what was it, the Vikings defensive line coach, um, Chris Rumpf, who took a leave of absence in October, and it came out today that he's joining Clemson's coaching staff um, as their defensive ends coach. Like, right now, there's it's week 14, and he's like, see ya. Um, so, and then there's another coach, Mike Smith, who t- also took a leave of absence before um, the start of the season. So, was there some friction with Brian Flores when he came in? And because those two guys were on the staff last year. I'm sure there was. And he's just like, and they're probably like, no, no, we'll do this. And he's like, no, you guys were fucking terrible last year. We're going to do it this way. So, like, right. I wonder. And it could be totally something that has nothing to do with football either because they both said it was for personal reasons or whatever, which is, um, but it's just, it's odd. It's odd timing. And it's just like, saw that today. I'm like, Oh, the twins had twins had a similar situation, not last year, but the year before with their pitching coach, Wes Anderson. Um, he was the pitching coach and everybody loved him. And then like June hit and he's just like, I'm going to take a pitching coach job at uh, LSU guys. So, um, (laughs) see you guys later. And I was like, what? (laughs) And then he just left. And I mean, Pete Mackey's done a great job with the twin staff, uh, since he left, but. It's just, yeah, yeah I mean, it's odd because you or you know, Rumpf, he you, left his NFL job. And I I looked, I wrote about it well, so I like researched a little bit. He's from South Carolina, Clemson's in South Carolina. So like yeah. close to the family and everything. But it's just, it's, it's weird. Like usually, even if you're, you want that job in the NFL, you wait until the season's over. At least you wait until you're not in contention for the playoffs. It's just. Well, and here's the other thing. Signing day is coming up yeah. in a couple of weeks here. Yeah. So maybe it was a situation where they wanted to have that guy in place. So a lot of defense, because like defensive ends are probably looking at it going like, all right, who's going to be coaching me. Right. Then they can have him meet, you know, when it used to be in the spring, right. you know, you could have these guys sign and whatever. Now it's like, or I think in, I think it used to be in January actually. So, I mean, it was, you know, it w- yeah. Well, Cause you December. see, you see a lot of college head coaches now just being like, Oh, I'm leaving. 
like the the guy they just hired in Texas. Freaking players do that yeah. now. Yes, do. <laughs> like it's like to Oklahoma. Dylan Gabriel's leaving Oklahoma. It's like what? Well, Ohio State quarterbacks <laughs> leaving too. Um, yep. So yeah, I just want to throw that out there in case anyone didn't hear about that. It's just oh, it's, even Dion's fiance jumped in the <laughs> transfer portal. <laughs> but, too, hey, too sportsman of the year. All right, voted on by AI. Sportsman of the year. Okay, <laughs> Sports Illustrated. That that prestigious. Publication now voted Dion Sanders sportsman, <laughs> sports person of the year. Sorry, um, uh, that'll do it for the us. Dion effect. Yeah, that'll do it for us. Um, I believe Chris will be back on Thursday with somebody, or maybe me. Who knows? Um, yeah, and uh, we'll preview more of the the Raiders game, getting the the nitty gritties, kind of see. What's going on with some of the Vikings players? Uh, I totally forgot that Anthony Barr is on the team. I was watching, like, I was looking at pictures yesterday. I'm like, who is 54? Oh, Anthony Barr. Um, so he's still there. Um, but that'll do it. Make sure you follow the Viking Age on uh, X and follow us on Facebook. Facebook's more fun these days than X, so maybe go over there. Um, follow Chris on X and Threads. It's the same thing. Yeah, thread? it's, uh, threads, Instagram. I'm doing. I'm trying to do more Instagram stuff. Once I yeah. track down some more high school coaches, I'll probably be doing a little more social stuff. But yeah, check it uh, out. My, yeah, my handle on on X is Adam Patrick NFL. It's also on Threads. I would suggest going over to Threads. I I this weekend, like I tried yesterday on Sunday, just to kind of stick to Threads and not go really on Twitter or X. It was pretty pretty hot. Like Ian Rapport's over there. Adam Sheffer's over there. They're all posting over there. Like a lot of a lot of people are over there. Um, so it's it's picking up steam for sure. So once again, go check out Threads. It's a much more pleasant place to be for now. Um, there's plenty of time for that stuff to hit the fan. Um, but subscribe to uh, the Viking Age YouTube page here on YouTube. If you're watching on video, uh, like this video. And as always, the audio version will be available the following morning on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, wherever you But until next time, Chris and I talk to you later. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.